0: You're listening to an EN4 News podcast. Discussions, debates, news briefs, explainers, and in-depth reporting. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello everyone, my name is Corey Young with EN4 News. I'm joined with Max Klenke. Max, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. The gender pay gap has been reduced by 4.7% in 2020, leading to a government pivot on its focus on combating discrimination. Max, what's the latest?
1: Okay, so uh, first of all, uh, to discuss this pay gap issue, um, it's important to note that this 4.7 reduction, this reduction down to 3% um, occurred within women that are in full-time employment. Women that are in part-time employment still have to put up with a 10% gap. Um, Now, it's important to note as well that this is the majority of women in employment, around 70 to 75%. But a lot of progress has been made. Uh, regardless and um, yeah but uh, as as part of this progress more issues have kind of been revealed Um, for instance disabled women are experiencing a lot of trouble in finding employment Uh, there are some issues with the employment practices overall and uh, yeah ethnic minority women also struggle a lot more than let's say white Scottish women for instance.
0: Is there any more you could tell us about uh, these other forms of inequality and how they've been highlighted by Covid?
1: Okay so in that case the, the most notable one to discuss here would be um, the prevalence of ethnic minority um, background uh, health and care workers in their exposure to, um, to Covid nineteen, uh, A lot of data has been collected on that. Uh, you were much more likely to encounter it if you were from, uh, you know, a, a, an immigrant background than, let's say, if you were a, a Scottish person, a Scottish white person. Uh, additionally, a lot of these um, people from ethnic minority backgrounds are more likely to be in Part-time employment too. Women, these these women are more likely in part-time employment, meaning they're much more likely to encounter the the aforementioned pay gap as it still exists. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, on-call care workers and and people like that. Um, and yeah, at the moment they actually make up around twenty percent, 197 percent, I believe it is, uh, of of all health and care workers in Scotland. So there's a lot of work to be done and um, it is important that, uh, and this is what the, the, the government report highlights. It's important that these specific instances are addressed now that uh, the sort of wider systemic issues have kind of been cleared a little bit.
0: And what is your view of what the government has produced here?
1: Uh, It's quite remarkable, actually, uh, considering that this puts Scotland way ahead in in all of the UK as far as um, uh, equality and pay goes, uh, irrespective of what uh, employment class this is, for for a nation that actually cannot legislate on its own employment laws, this is actually quite remarkable. It it has done all of this with all the constraints of uh, a devolved parliament meaning it has to it was bound essentially to the practices and uh, orthodoxies that were or are promoted from by by westminster essentially so using that this sort of flexible approach to you know push these numbers down so significantly is 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 a good good sign of the future and i think that we, we will see a lot more opportunity for young women to grow in Scotland arise as a consequence of it.
0: Thank you for joining me, Max.
1: Well, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. All right.